Hello dear friends. Today as the last year has ended and a new one has begun, here's wishing you well in all aspects of your life. Today I thought of zooming out, going all macro and panoramic and sharing philosophy. Now we all glean some philosophy from our daily lives. You can call it the scraping of residue of wisdom or epiphany. The bigger point is how to whittle it down into lines of lyric and rhythm. I have tried doing that in these four poems that I have fished from the waters of the subconscious for you today. The first one is called bedrock. And as it happens, sometimes we may need preambles for poetry and sometimes not. In this poem, we will arrive at the preamble in the end. So, bedrock. We are given in to the roughness of the seas, made to catch its erratic blue between our irises. Thought of winds but not of sails and never the ship. Shipbuilding isn't a skill we learn since birth. That is discovery. The Bhagavad Gita is a log line, its script in the fulcrum of its seed, the tree subverted, growing through roots under the surface of a psychic stampede. So how is it possible for humanity to leave the gravity of labor, disconnecting it from fruit? How can we train our fingers to sow seeds but not chisel shaft, sheath, sickle and skip for harvest and reap? Sow seeds and let the rain decide when it came, balancing what we controlled and what we didn't. Half of life spent confusing the two, most of life spent in controlling that which we didn't control. Plan on executing the seas, cartographing tides, calibrating plate ships. When our ships withered in its decks, sails, seams, masts and bodies. And when we find the ship, after a long search through a hard ocean, lying at the side of the shores, it is just the starting point. To build it, because it's the only ship we will ever have, the only ship we will ever know. Karm, the labor of our palm lines. Karm, the labor of our palm lines. This second poem is called Two Parts Query, and I will read. Both parts in repetition. Part 1 To dissolve into darkness the path of easy ignorance or embrace light the street of knowledge and disquiet is a forever question. But even a butterfly is a bipolar discharge of wings. I repeat. To dissolve into darkness the path of easy ignorance or embrace light 
the street of knowledge and disquiet is a forever question but even a butterfly is a bipolar discharge of wings part 2 day by day i reach the knowledge of how little i know is this the path of knowledge then or ignorance day by day i progress into ignorance that is the only knowledge i have is this the path of ignorance then or knowledge i repeat n plus 1 is equals to 1 day by day i reach the knowledge of how little i know is this the path of knowledge then or ignorance day by day i progress into ignorance that is the only knowledge i have is this the path of ignorance then or knowledge and my third poem is called knowledge now this is a prose poem and is slightly longer than the previous two half of this world had its breast cut its entrails ripped its bowels dismembered its houses turned to dust its night skies full of drones shooting stars for blinking sirens and missiles heavy metal descending overthrowing everything termed home familiarity love resodotre into thin air its women forced into hose men sodomized or enslaved babies kept to die the other half of this world was always surfing the high blues reading and grossing novels about this half that had its breast cut entrails ripped bowels dismembered houses turned to gray dust its night skies full of drones shooting stars for blinking sirens and missiles heavy metal descending overthrowing everything termed home familiarity love resodotre into thin air its women forced into hose men sodomized or enslaved its babies kept to die when the books with these stories grew into too many restless and bespectacled filmmakers saw movie opportunities they made one film after another to get closer under the skin to understand more of the other half of the world they came up with art installations talk shows that ran for whole years over the bestiality of power and politics after the grand finale at such festivals everyone made merry but slept at 10 so no one had dark circles under their eyes in the off season this half took to snorkeling deep sea diving and walking with the fish they had got bored of swimming in the other half of the world sleep ripped from under the eyes nightmares unfurled every second when it was quiet and the men were exhausted over the mayhem and the killing half-limbed beings crawled in the dark reading scraps and pieces of stories by the candle flames near brown papered windows 
They read of blue oceans that swarm with dolphins, of people on a perennial picnic, of film festivals, sculptures, monuments and art installations, of fiestas and pita bread, siestas and chapels. They read of smart cities, citadels and probes sent to space to discover new planets for water, aliens and new gravity. That was the only way they either slept, smiling or weeping. Some of them who couldn't sleep drew pictures on their bullet-ridden walls of waves and boats and air balloons, filling it with any color that they could find, even their own blood. Both halves of this world thus moved on, rolling on their hinges keeping in touch through books and stories, reinterpreting and reinterpreting that which was not their own. Only sometimes, when it got too excessive, too good or too gruesome to believe, either half would call the other half a contemporarian mythology. It was heartening that these halves of the same world were at least literate and knew about each other through books and stories. Sharing the same time of life, they were not complete strangers or completely lethargic. Knowledge And this last poem, friends, is called Dentist. Again, this is a poem that doesn't need a preamble. Dentist In his flexi chair, firing tiny drills, he tells you how he hates the cavities in your teeth. Outside his clinic, God has been praying too for justice, strength of human heart, will, compassion, peace. But if we kept our teeth flossed, brushed away the temptations that diminish nobility, mouthwashed indignity, there would be no bleeding humanity, bruxism, ethnic root canal operations, or soul-straightening, stain-removing revolutions. There would also be no need for a temple of worship, the dentist, or God. These poems, my friends, are from the books Paper Asylum and Four Degrees of Separation, available on Amazon. Sometimes soon I wish to start sharing prose and stories and fiction in these little segments with you. I will be conducting a poetry writing workshop with the Himalayan Writing Retreat this month in January. The dates are 22nd January and 29th January. I workshop on free verse, haiku and haibun with a week-long critique thrown in. So if interested, check out the Himalayan Writing Retreat online poetry workshop page. You will also find testimonials of my past workshops from those attendees. Register soon. We are accepting only 12 participants for this intense workshop. This would be my fourth workshop with them. And in other news, my short story collection Bombay Hangovers is still receiving encouraging reviews. 
I urge you to grab your copy from Amazon. So I'm signing off now. Your new friend in the house, Rochelle Potkar. Here's again wishing you a wonderful 2022 of health, wealth, peace, prosperity, happiness, joy, and may all your dreams and desires come true. Saying bye-bye from Rochelle's veranda. Speak to you soonest.